talk about the topic of gossip. This is something that happens quite frequently in society, particularly when friends that are really comfortable, you know, they get together, they have lunch or they have cocktails or whatever the situation may be. But, you know, what happens when a person gossips? What happens to the other person that is being kind of backstabbed? Well, one, sometimes false data is spread around about that person. And, you know, people don't know when you hear gossip or you listen to gossip, you don't know if that's the truth or if, the, if it's a lie. You don't know the intentions of the person that's spreading the information. And, you know, typically gossip are, are half-truths. And they're a product of fear, malice, and envy. You know, a, a, a healthy person isn't going to say destructive things behind another person's back. You know, that's just not a healthy thing to do. You know, a person that's gossiping, especially spreading really destructive, hurtful things, their intention is to hurt the person. The intention is to spread misinformation, or maybe it is correct information. But oftentimes there are even secrets, personal secrets about someone that another person shared with you. And then you go spreading this information around. You know, sometimes people do this because they're desperate. And they're desperate because... You know, they need to feel better about themselves. So the fastest way to make yourself, make you feel better about yourself is to, to cut other people down, to make fun, other uh, make fun of other people, to cut other people down. You know, it's very destructive behavior. But it can ruin lives. And when a person tells these harmful lies or they spread gossip, they create kind of a trap in which the other person can fall into. And it creates chaos. And it, it, it can go as far as creating wars between people, especially if the gossip or the hurtful information got back to the original person. You know, that's not the way to be healthy. That's not the way to be happy. That's a way to create enemies. You know, because you don't know what's true or false. And someone with, with a good character, someone with a good and honest character, if they have friends and they're, they're true friends. I'm not talking about frenemies. I'm talking about true friends that you love and you adore and you're, you, you want to maintain a good friendship. You know, you share intimate details of what's happening in each other's lives. And you trust the other person to contain that information and to hold it. It can be a secret, it can be something that made them sad, it can be something, it can be going through a divorce, it can be, you know, the person, you know, is having weight problems, the person may even be having mental health problems, whether it's depression, severe mental health, and if you, if this person shares this information with you, 
If you have good character, you hold that information. You keep it private. You don't share it with other people. Because this, the minute you share it with a, with a third person, you've just broken, you've potentially broken the trust and loyalty of your friend. And then you don't, you know, these stories have legs. And so when a person shares something personal with you and you don't contain it and hold it and keep it within yourself and you share it with other people, you, you don't know where that story is going to go. You've just given that story legs. You've given that story life. That story could be spread to 50 people. It could be spread to 100 people. And then what happens if it gets back to the original person that shared in confidence this personal secret? You know, you look like the bad guy. You don't have good character. And you don't know where the story went. You don't know if it's morphed into other things. The media does this all the time, by the way. They'll take one little nugget of information and they'll twist it and turn it and, you know, adapt it so that they can get higher ratings. And I wonder if sometimes the people do that too. You know, there are some people that are so narcissistic that they love gossiping. Be careful who you tell your secrets to because there's some people out there that can't wait to spread misinformation behind your back. So be careful who you share your private, intimate secrets with. That's not a good person if they're going to betray you and backstab you. That's a false friend. You know, you are the master of your own life. You control what information that you share with other people. So it's really important that you think through, who am I going to share this with? Why am I sharing it? And you, you, Because you don't know where it's going to go. That's why a lot of people go to therapists. Because a therapist contains all of the information that you share. Your best friend may not do that, and you don't even know it. And it's a really, really horrible feeling when you find out that a friend is not keeping your private life a secret, and they share you know, these toxic things about you. That's not a good friend. In fact, that's not a friend at all. That's an enemy. You need to take care of yourself. Take care and control your own narrative. Because it's part of your reputation. It's part of your character, who you are. You know, if you share and you don't filter what private things you share with other people, you have no idea who that's being retold to. And if it's being retold to an enemy, that enemy can distort and twist things around. So in my opinion, it's not good to share personal things with people. 
it's it's good to share it with your therapist and work through it in therapy not your friends aren't your therapists let me just say that I know like some girlfriends are like let's have cocktails let's catch up what's going on what's really going on there's kind of like like let's what what's happening but then they want the dirt and don't give them the dirt because that's fuel you're get when you give another person dirt on yourself you're giving that person information to be used against you and i've seen many you know friendships end over this you know i trusted you why would you repeat that but the thing is if you don't share the information to begin with, they can't use this information against you. And for some people, it's really a hard lesson to learn and it's hard to adapt to this new way of thinking. But trust me, you'll be ha- much happier along the way. In the future, you'll be much happier. Because you're not giving anyone any ammunition, ammunition to be used against you. So you won't be trapped. And some people will trap you. They'll trap you with your own weaknesses, like blackmail. And that's a really vicious person when you have someone doing that to you. That gets into like a sociopathic predator. Where they blackmail you into, you know, I got this on you, so you better not do anything. You know, that's like blackmailing, an emotional blackmailer. That's a really toxic person. I'd cut that person out of your life, like, real quick. Or have boundaries, like, real fast. Because when you are sharing personal information and then that person blackmails you with it, again... You know, this is part of fear, malice, and envy. You know, many people act out of desperation and they can ruin your life. And it creates chaos. You know, we don't have like everyday people that are just, you know, going to jobs like we all do. We all have jobs, we all have careers. You know, we don't have. A PR agency that is is managing the content of our lives you know celebrities and famous people they have PR agencies that control and filter and and you know protect the celebrity from false information leaking out you know we don't have that So we have to be our own PR person in controlling what we want to get out in society and what we need to kind of hold close to our heart. We've all been injured. We've all gone through, you know, heartache. But we don't really know who we can trust to share these personal heartaches and things that have hurt us. Because 
you know, it's a saying, um, a wolf in sheep's clothing. You know, there are people that pretend to be our best friend or they pretend to be really kind and understanding and they, you know, they want you, they'll say, you know, just tell me, you know, you can trust me. And so then you do, but then you realize that this person has shared some of your personal intimate information with other people. So that person just showed you they can't be trusted. Sometimes it takes many years or even decades to see a person's true character because people are really good at masking who they are. They create a false identity and they pretend to be, they're like actors and actresses, they pretend to be a certain character. And they come across as like, oh, you know, the person that comes across as, oh, so sweet and so kind and they'd never heard a fly. They're usually the most dangerous. The ones that are really quiet and meek with a soft voice, and that, you know, you think that that's the person you can trust. That's usually not the case. to take care of ourselves. We have to take care of our own narrative, our own life. Not share so much personal information. Trust me on this, it can create a lot of peace in your life when you just work out your issues with a therapist versus with co-workers or friends. And this is another one. Never ever ever share personal information with your co-workers, especially your boss. You know, unless you have like a death in the family or, you know, you have to go to the dentist to get your teeth cleaned, that's fine. But don't share personal information. Don't share, you know, particularly negative things about yourself. Because they will be used against you. And then you'll sit and wonder, why didn't I get promoted? You know, you'll sit and wonder, like, if you gossip to your coworkers and that stuff gets to your boss, you look bad. Focus on your job. Focus on containing yourself. Keep your eye on the ball and doing well, being a good person. And, you know... I've told some of my friends, look, you know, if you're dumping your secrets on me, I don't even want to hear it because I don't, I have refused to even take on personal stuff from some of my friends because I don't want the responsibility of having to manage it. I mean, I, I have one person in particular that she dumps every single problem and then you know, you have to manage all of this. And I, I've just got to a point where it's like, don't tell me. I just want to have a good time. I'm not your therapist. Friends are not therapists. And 
some women will use their girlfriends as if they're therapists. And that's not cool because sometimes women can dump on each other and just talk and talk and talk. And then this happened. And then next thing you know, you're drained and exhausted because your friend just dumped every single problem that she has that she's gone through for the last five, 10 years. And you're like, why do I feel so drained? Why don't I feel well? Why do I feel fatigued? Because you just took on all of her, you took on all of her issues. That's why. You weren't depressed before you sat down with her. You became depressed or feeling depressed after she unloaded on you. I stop my friends and say, whoa, hold on. I'm not your therapist. I'll listen to certain things, but when the woman goes on and on and on and on, and she's just dumping and dumping and dumping and dumping, that's when it's like a red flag. Like, I'm not your mother. I'm not your therapist. You need to work out your issues with a professional because I'm not taking on this stuff for free. I am a therapist. I get paid and I, you know, work very hard at helping my patients. But I'm not going to let my friends dump on me. Women do that though. Women love to talk about themselves and they love to talk about their problems well I'm of the mindset that if you want to sit down with me and talk and you're not a patient you're a friend tell me what's good that's going on in your life tell me what you love because I think as women we've been trained to sit down and just complain to each other And oh, this is happening, and oh, this is going on, and oh my gosh, and and women have gotten into the cycle of just complaining, 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 complaining. And the person that's on the receiving end feels awful because it's all this negative energy coming at them. And then they, they have to contain this, which is not easy. People need to take control of their own life, take responsibility of their own problems. Don't be a victim because no one's, no one should be a victim. You take control of your life. You take your power back. You go to a therapist and you work out your issues. You'll feel so much better. Friends are not therapists. In fact, like I talked about, some friends love hearing the bad things that are happening to other people. That's called schadenfreude. Schadenfreude, it's people that love, you know, hearing or caring of the misfortune of others. That's schadenfreude. I don't know if I'm pronouncing it perfectly, but close enough. Take care of your own space. Take care of your own life. When people mess up, it's okay. We all mess up. 
but you clean up your own mess. You know, if I spill, you know, something on the floor, I'm not going to sit and talk about it for 10 minutes. I'm going to clean up my own mess and then it's done. It's forgotten. But people will create a mess in their life and then they'll just talk about it and talk about it and your friends aren't going to be able to help you work it out because friends aren't therapists. about reorganizing the way we think. It's about safeguarding and protecting what wounded us. It's about protecting our trauma. Don't share your trauma with people unless this is a very, very dear friend who you can trust and or a family member who you, who you know has your back. Because some people will use it against you and then you're really hurt and then it becomes like a double wound. If you're wounded and you share that wound with another person and, and they backstab you with it, that's a double wound, which could have been avoided. And it carries a heavy penalty because now you have this whole other second issue that you didn't even realize was there, but it, now it's there. You have this person that broke your loyalty, broke your trust. Now beware of the compulsive talkers because the compulsive talkers are the ones that cannot keep secrets because they're compulsive talkers. The people that are really good at keeping secrets are usually the people that are more quiet and contained. People that are the fast talkers, the compulsive talkers, they usually just, it's extreme like consciousness. They're just talking. They're not thinking about controlling themselves. So be careful. You can avoid a lot of conflict and a lot of hurt by containing your trauma and your wounds and not sharing it and working it through with a therapist or a professional counselor of some sort. And then you heal that wound, you feel better, it's healed in private. And then when you meet with friends, everything's good. You share the happy things that are happening in your life. And you're not a victim. You were never a victim. That's the best way to do it. 